one two one two one two what the you gonna do <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we are live with joey mccormick and michael hacker of the hacker outdoors podcast where my nubby uh, go i don't know where your nubby went bro i don't even know what a nubby is <laughs> so my headphone just flew off i got it i got it i got it so prior to hitting record we got a nice little strip tease from joe here who was showing off his pictorial muscles for us how about their boobies too too sexy too sexy too sexy um thanks for thanks for joining brother it's uh good to see you always a pleasure yeah yeah good to see you too um so, so you know we're we're in the midst of kind of talking about different topics and um i wanted to jump in about boating etiquette right I, I sent you a funny meme the other day it was uh those of you who are on the socials um, socials there's a the socials the googles whatever there's a guy um that someone took a picture of he was on one of those what would you call it? like a fisher price tugboat toy it's like um i'm looking it up right now it's um i think it's a like a fisher price yeah it is it's like a kid float um and he registered this boat and put a trolling motor on it and gets pulled over and sure enough has all his like paperwork and everything. It just showing like shows the cop. And I guess his friends took the video of him or a picture of him doing this. And um, I thought it was kind of funny, um, but it brings up a, a huge issue, right? Which is of course, um, boating etiquette. Yeah. I, Joe, Joe's nodding his head for those. <laughs> I was listening. looking for that picture to tell you what kind of boat it was, but I can't find it. Now. It was a Fisher Price uh, tugboat. I'm ninety. Yeah, it's sure. like what it was like a little called like a little tyke. It's like a, it's like a yeah tube kind of thing. I, I mean, be smart. Be <laughs> smart. It's the cheapest way to get on the water, right? Like, come well, on, man. The thing is, he's probably one of those reservoirs where it's electric motor only, and he wants to fish, and he doesn't want to spend all that money to have a boat that can only go in x amount of reservoirs so hey here you go here's the next best thing i would do that down by the reservoir of my house at lock raven if i could but they have a size limit they want the boat to be a certain length so that's the only reason i couldn't do that one or i i would well but this this brings up something that we talk about a lot right which is you know etiquette on the water etiquette yeah. in general um we I, you're putting yourself at risk when you go in the water like that. Like I applaud the guy in, in some way, shape or form, but I also kind of like tongue in cheek say like, I don't, I, you shouldn't be out there. Right. Like you put yourself at risk. You put the rescuers potentially at risk. Um, Joe's, Joe's having a coughing fit. You're right, buddy. My allergies are horrible today. Yeah. It's the cicadas. They're dead. <laughs> They're all gone. They're all gone. We didn't, we didn't get any up here, man. Um, so you know, we talk about a lot about people being on water and, you know, we talked about with Mark about people being in the water that, you know, really need to be mindful of their surroundings a little bit. Um, not a day goes by that I don't see on social some sort of boating accident, um, some sort of tragedy that occurs on the water itself. Um, I think the upper Delaware last week, so we're talking the middle of the month of July, uh, there were six people that drowned in the upper Delaware. And that's absolutely insane. Um, 
you know, and a lot of these things could well, be resolved if you had proper etiquette on the water and proper knowledge of what you should and shouldn't be doing. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. Because my connection's unstable. There it goes. So when I was up in the Delaware, uh, I guess it's been like three, four weeks now for a tournament. Yeah. What blew my mind was the amount of people swimming in the Delaware and swimming in areas like where you normally in most bodies of water wouldn't be see people swimming. You know, on the Potomac, you'll see people park their boats and, and swim in certain areas, but they're always in shallow bays that are off the river um, that are like in, I guess what they would call creek areas. The Delaware is not really like that to me. Where we fish at, it's, it's like just one river with not a lot of creeks off of it. It's just, you know, channels in the middle, river shores. And, and I can't tell you how many people were out there, parents pulling kids in tubes with no flags up, um, no life preservers on, nothing. We're swimming in the water just off the channel, their kids and family with no flag on the boat, no indication that anybody's in the water, just off a channel in a major river, kids. But is this, a, is it, do you think this is a microcosm or like a, a, social, <laughs> a social issue in the New York tri-state area only? Like, do you witness this? You, you go to bodies of water all over the place. Does this happen anywhere else? So what I saw in the Delaware blew my mind. And I, I've been to a lot of places. I, I've seen some stupid stuff in other bodies of water. Maybe it was just a day I was out, but the amount of stupidity I witnessed that day was <laughs> through the roof. I mean, just absolutely insane, insane, blew my mind. I've never seen it anywhere like that. Um, you know, I've been on Hartwell, you know, Hartwell's got a lot of people out there. Um, but I, nothing like that. I, I've never seen anything like that. Amount of people swimming in the river with no life jackets on. Like, I'm a very strong swimmer. But I don't think I would be in the middle of the river without a life jacket on in that water. I I wouldn't do it. When I got in the water of the bay last weekend for the tournament because it was so hot, guess what I had on? My life jacket. Yeah. I, I had it on. Uh, well, you, you, I think this is bigger than we're just talking about small craft. We're talking, you know, not just manpowered craft. We're talking everything from that to, to large boats. And uh, one of my passions, I would say my YouTube passions is watching inlet boats right so like people coming in and out of inlets and when we were we talked a little bit i think last time you and i about um how i took the nephews fishing down um on the del not the Delaware, geez uh the the river i think it was a shark river um and we were doing the inlet there and these boats were like trying to get out into the ocean and it's not a very rough inlet like it's not like what is it jupiter inlet right yeah jupiter's a crazy one freaking insane like like this was small almost like i would say overloaded boats trying to get through an inlet and you think to yourself like boating like 101 would tell you what you're doing is not okay it's not safe like well, those small boats real freaking quick those small boats don't belong on the ocean that that's another part <laughs> they don't belong out there on the ocean another thing we i saw in the delaware the amount of kids on on jet skis doing full speed riding this close to each other and coming you know there was one point we were fishing this stretch and these two kids on jet skis for three hours back and forth by us and they were coming within close enough that i could easily 
cast my rod and knock them off their seat their sea dues and but they were doing 60 miles per hour on the river see on the see, river where where you were fishing is different than where i go fishing on the delaware so the upper delaware the delaware water gap national recreation area is in some spots pretty much impassable via boat right like there are right. like top tier rapids i'm sure they're literally class one rapids right now right like amazing rapids like you can't get a boat through there like we do it in kayaks we do it in canoes you could do it on a raft but like you're you're probably not even getting a jet boat over that but down by trenton that's not that's like a whole nother animal that's like a well, there's, when i say they're swimming out just outside the channel there's huge cargo ships that come down that channel and they're swimming just mere inches away you know yeah that's maddening i i'm kind of I'm kind of shocked, but do, again, do you think I'll pose the question again? Cause I, it's one of the things that I, well, I, I'd like to know, is this something that does it exist anywhere else? Like I, like I've been to Lake Powell, I've been to Lake Powell a couple of times, right out in Arizona, Utah, and it's, I'll say it's chaos, right? In some areas like over by the marinas, like there are people that are very unsafe, but I, I think what the issue is here in New Jersey, New York, is the lack of resources in law enforcement that's actually patrolling these areas and making sure that people are being safe, right? That's what I, I gather. I, in, in all my years on the water, I've never seen a ranger, ever. I've, in, in any of the lakes I've ever been to, I've never seen a police officer. You know, fishing down the shore, I mean, Sandy Hook, yeah, I've seen the, the ranger there, but like they've never checked to see if people are being safe. You know, on the bay side, I've seen people like the bay side that's the Shrewsbury River running right into, you know, basically the the Raritan Bay there the, behind Sandy Hook. And it's like, that is a tidal river and people are being incredibly unsafe back there. But like, what is the, like, how do you even begin? Like, I, I'm going to start to do boater education, right? Like, I want to get my boating license. Because right? obviously we, we talk about this. I'm seriously looking at getting a boat and what kind of boat it is is yet to be determined. But the first step in that is, is me getting my license. So I've begun reading up on these things. And I knew a little bit because of growing up on the water, right? My grandfather had a boat growing up. Um, every summer we would spend time fishing on it. We would go, you know, um, swimming off of it. We would do all these things, but it was always, my grandfather was a very safe person in many respects and respected the kind of the rule of the water. And I remember vividly being in places up in Rhode Island on the boat and the cops would pull up alongside you and be like, Hey, let's check your life preservers. Yeah. Like, do you have a life preserver on, on boat for everybody um, or a flotation device on, on boat for everybody? And you don't get that here. And I don't really feel as though I, I saw it even on Lake George. And I'll say that, like Lake George, but you do have a lot of New Yorkers and a lot of people from, when I say New Yorkers, I mean New York City folk, and you have a lot of New Jerseyans that go up there and kind of bring that that attitude. And it, I told the story on here where I was out on the kayak and I, these boats blowing past me as I'm jigging along this, like, this line that I was trying to hit and blowing past me at like 40 miles an hour on the water. And I'm holding my, you know, my thing above my head like this, like my, my, or like shaking it so that they could see me and then they don't slow down. And here I am, I like immediately throwing my line back, you know, get my line out of the water, get my, my, you know, oars back in the water to try and protect myself. And, you know, 
it's just an unsafe environment. I mean, you think that people in, you know, human powered crafts usually have the right of way, right? And you never want to get into a position where you're going to be responsible for hurting someone else or even yourself. I'm guessing, I, they, don't, I'm guessing they don't have the money up there for the, for the amount of people they need, for the amount of water they have. Because like you said, I mean, I see people out checking people's boats. And pretty much everywhere we go, I, I see that. Um, I, I, I don't know. What I witnessed that day in that area was... It doesn't surprise me with, with, with the figures you said of people who unfortunately passed away because the atmosphere I, I witnessed in the, in the pure chaos on the water, uh, you know, and this just wasn't kids in their 20s who were partying and having a good time. These were parents with their kids in the water right. where giant cargo ships go by with nothing, you know, you're supposed to put a flag up to signify, you know, people are in the water. None Divers of that. Divers and everything. Yeah, yeah. None of that. I mean, it, one of those tankers goes by, they're not going to see that. And mind, mind boggling. And the, the other part was the amount, there's one area where people were, uh, there's this one little area where they did go into a creek and everybody would park their boats and they kind of party. The amount yeah. of litter they were throwing in the water was absolutely mind boggling. Absolutely. Hate to see that. And you knew it, it was from them because it was alcohol trash. Just. Floating down the river. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll I'll say it again. Um, the Delaware River is a beautiful body of water, and we're blessed to have it so it close is. to where I live, and it's close to where you live, the southern part of the Delaware. But um, it is another world. Donna and I were out uh, when I did the Tough Mudder. We had to cross over the Gap, right? We take eighty west. We were at the Pocono um, racetrack out there, and even with the high water and seeing the, you know, going over there, you could see for a mile or so on the river and there were just people tied together on, on little, you know, inner tubes. And you could easily make out that they were drinking, which they're not supposed to be doing. Right. Um, and just floating along. And it's like, it's like, I hope you survive. Like this is, we haven't had rain like this, according to the guy up at the tackle shop in Barryville that, you know, this is they're six inches over where they are normally on like a high water season. And, you know, the summer is only halfway into it. So, and we got a lot of rain left on the forecast. So, you know, this river is, is, it's a dangerous place to be. Um, and, and it carries over, I'd say to the ocean. I, Anybody water. I think, I think a lot of these people don't put two and two together and they think it's because it's water. It's not as dangerous. Yeah. Well, when you when you throw in other things, it's it's incredibly dangerous, right? You have um, underwater obstructions, you have logs, you have tons of rocks, you have. I mean, you hear all the time about shallow water drownings? I had this conversation with my nephew. I said, all it takes is for you for like wading. Like I'm incredibly careful. I take my time when I wade because all it takes is for me to do a misstep and my ankle gets stuck. And I've had my ankle get stuck before. And, you know, luckily, like, uh, you know, in slow moving water and you got to kind of move the log or whatever the hell it is your foot stuck on and get your foot out of there. But like if it was fast moving and you got stuck in there, I, I don't care how strong of a swimmer you are. Well, people drown in bathtubs. My, my uh, theology teacher in high school, his sister drowned 
in the bathtub and like a couple inches of water. I think she hit her head, knocked, knocked herself out. And wow, that's terrible. Oh, rest her soul, man. That's horrendous. Um, yeah, I see people messing around because I'm at the beach all the time. The stuff I see in the beach, you know, we were down there for the hurricane. Um, the winds weren't right, but the, the surf is still huge. You know, the winds were on shore and strong ocean. I mean, nobody should have been out there unless they really knew what they're doing. And these parents were letting their kids go out there. And it was just huge, huge ocean. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we were talking, um, Mark and I offline about kind of the rip currents and everything like that. I, I posted on my story a while ago. It was um, how to identify areas on the water that, um, you know, what do you, you know, where's the rip current? What does it look like? Um, it's also helpful for fishermen, right? They, you know, where to target because there's these, you know, bait fish that are going to get stuck in there and go swooping out. Or if you problem. surf, because when you surf, you jump in the rip current, let it take you out and then paddle oh. the break. Right, right. So it's good to know, but like people, most people don't know that. I mean, you, you go to the shore and you see things and you just think to yourself, like, I, I couldn't imagine what Mark goes through. And of course, I'm speaking to Mark Anthony, who, if you haven't listened to the podcast, listen to it. Um, he was on a couple episodes ago. Um, you lifeguard, like, I couldn't imagine dealing with that, man. Like you have people who have no, like no respect for mother earth and, and kind of the, violence that she's capable of so when we were down at the beach uh, right by our condo there's this place that they, they do parasailing they also have like banana boat rides where they take you out on one of those big banana boats on a sea-doo and rip you around and there's they launch from this one area that is so minuscule and you're not supposed to swim there obviously these parents and kids kept swimming in there and and they wouldn't listen they were arguing with the guy they're like we take our boat off from here and you're swimming they would they wouldn't listen they wouldn't listen. They eventually had the, had the police come over and, and physically remove these people because they just thought it was okay. Just were they were they from Bergen County, New Jersey? Can I? I don't know where they were from, but I, I was watching this, just shaking my head because the poor guy is like blowing the whistle, like, and like yeah. waving, you know, and they, they wouldn't go. So the guy finally had to go out to them in the water. It's like you need to move over to this to there and not. And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. To the police finally had to come. Well, you know, when they came to, they had to get the police, and then the police had to get them in and tell them, do not go past that. Like, what are yeah. you doing? You want to die? It's for your own safety. I think that's what people forget is like, it's for your safety. Like, there's people out there that know a lot more than we do in things. I had this conversation with one of my guys, one of my employees the other day. I said, I said, look, like, I, I like shutting my mouth and listening. The best and thing to do sometimes. Because I know I'm not the smartest man in the room. I'm not the smartest person in the room. I, all the time, right? Like I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna listen. And I know that there are things in this world that I don't know anything about. And uh, if I don't know that, it's not gonna do it. I had a conversation with a colleague today. She was she was talking about sharks for some reason. I guess she was watching Shark Week or something like that. She's like, I'm not going in the water. And I said. So look, like you have a better chance of crashing your car and dying than you do of getting attacked by a by oh, a shark. Way better. I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I, and she's like, well, how do you know this? I said, well, I've been in the water like on my surfboard, and there's sharks swimming under me, and I've never been attacked. So like, 
it doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy seeing them swimming under me. But well, like, he, he, here'd be your answer: if if people are dying by shark attacks, like car accidents, they would be on the news every single night, it, or the newspaper. You would hear daily of somebody <laughs> getting mauled by a shark. It it doesn't happen. It, uh, it not, and, and when it does, and I kind of explain the whole, like you know reason why people freak out and i said look like jaws did such a huge disservice to to sharks in general and sharks should be definitely um respected because you know they are apex predators and we are in their world when we are in the water um but you shouldn't fear them i mean it's it's like anything like I'm not going out of my way to go swimming with them. I'm not going out of my way to surf with them. I'm not doing any of that. But like at the same time, like I know that there's an inherent risk when like anything, when you go into the water. Um, and that's, that's that. I mean, they, you know, like I said to Donna, when we go down to the keys, not going swimming in the keys. Are you insane? No way. Nope. Nope. Maybe too snorkeling. Sh- in- <laughs> too sharky for you. Oh, Oh, there was a, there was a joke. I forget who said it. It was like, um, someone offered this guy, I think it was a million dollars to swim from one of the, um, one of the keys to the other keys. It was like a half a mile or something like that. And the guy goes, he goes, how much? He goes a million dollars because I wouldn't do it for 10. He's like, no way. He's like, you know how many times I cast the, I catch fish out here. And before I even get it to the boat, the fish is gone because, you know, black tips are eating it or freaking bull sharks or tigers or whatever other million freaking species of shark that are down here are just destroying it. He's like, they are so well fed though. Like, and they're such great predators in hunting that it's going to be mistaken identity. Like they're probably don't even want to eat you, but they're going to see you moving and they're going to come at you. Well, most shark attacks happen when you shouldn't be in the water. I mean, clear times where you, you shouldn't be swimming because of yeah danger of a shark attack. hundred percent. hundred percent. Joe, this was, this was Brother, great, man. Catching up. It was good. Oh, always a pleasure to love you, man. Um, love you too. Everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we will get this up shortly. And, uh, like us yeah there goes joe showing us his lightsaber uh you know like we're like us give us a thumbs up a rating review uh, if you enjoyed what you heard we really appreciate you joining us today and as always have a great evening joe talk to you soon brother talk to you soon brother later right, bye